This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 907, the IELTS notes that help and hinder your scores. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. When should you take notes on the IELTS exam? Today, we tell you exactly when to take notes and when to not take notes while studying for IELTS and on test day. What defines an advanced English speaker? The ability to not only have interesting conversations with native speakers, but also the ability to be interesting in these conversations. Make an astute observation. Ask good questions. Speak with a confident pitch. These are conversational skills that require a special method and a structured study plan. Join our brand new B2 English fluency course. It's 100% based on interesting, spontaneous, unrehearsed video interviews with native speakers. Real English. Save up to $100 before June 7th and get a free bonus. Go to allearsenglish.com slash B2. That's allearsenglish.com slash letter B number two. Aubrey, I have a question for you. Let's hear it. <laughs> are you like are you like a note taker? Do you do you write a lot of stuff down? Yes, and I'm really bad about just writing something on the closest piece of paper to me and then not being able to find it later. <laughs> do you ever do really? That? <laughs> I actually wrote a phone number in pen on the back of my marriage certificate because it was just oh like Oh my god. Out. <laughs> that is all hilarious. it is is the number, so I don't know whose phone number it is now. <laughs> Oh my god, you should just call it right? just to just see, see and then be like, I just, I found this on the back of my marriage certificate. And I'm just, just you know, wondering, just wondering what's was. going on. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I actually, okay, guys, just real fast. Um, we are talking about notes today. When you should take notes on your IELTS exam in all four parts and what you should be writing in those notes. Before we get to that, though, I want to share a little little trivia about myself. I write notes on my hand a lot. Nice. Do you do you ever do that? No, I have not done that since I was in high school. No offense, <laughs> or you know, not to be critical. <laughs> but it's probably better than writing a random note on my marriage certificate. I should write on my hand. <laughs> I know, guys, like, if there's not if if I don't have my day planner within reach, then I definitely write stuff on my hand because I know how weak my brain is at remembering the thousands of things that it has to remember, right? Like parent things and friend things and dog things and work things. Like if I think about something in the moment, I just automatically like write it on my hand and then I'll transfer that note to my schedule later. It's a Before whole Before you wash your hands. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. Yeah. Everybody wash your hands. Okay. Um, public service announcement. Right. Let's get into it. So guys, 
We are talking all about notes today regarding your IELTS performance. You know what, guys? Thousands of students at this point have been through Three Keys IELTS, our completely online system of learning to prepare you for the IELTS exam. What's cool about these guys is they're done with IELTS. I want you guys, everybody listening right now, close your eyes unless you're driving. Close your eyes and picture yourself a year from now, right? What are you doing? Are you still worried about IELTS? Are you still freaking out about your speaking part two performance? Like, I hope not. I hope you're done with IELTS at that point, guys. You have to find out where you're at now, right? So you know if you could be done in a month or done in six months. Where are you at now? If you're at a five, then you should probably give it a few more months, right? So guys, find out. Get your free estimated IELTS band score. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score and free resources. Okay. Um, so we're actually answering a Facebook question today. Is that right? Yes. So we had a student leave us a Facebook question asking if we have any tips for taking notes in speaking part two, that minute that you have to take notes before you start speaking. And an important note here is take that full minute. When I'm doing personal coach classes, often a student will just start talking right away. That would not be good, right? You need that minute to organize your thoughts and you've got some important things to do in that minute. We're going to give you some really good advice here. So definitely use the full minute. Don't start talking until the examiner says, start speaking now, please. Oh my gosh. And I can tell you, I really did not like that when students did that on the real exam. Um, because you know what, guys, like that, that minute, honestly, like that's, that's, that helps the examiner too, because it gives me a moment to think about your score, think about your performance so far. And it really drove me crazy when, the candidate took that away from me when they're like, it drove me crazy for two reasons, okay? First, because I'm like, yeah, you're ruining my time here, dude. There's a system and you're not sticking to it. I need this time. <laughs> I need this minute to think about where you're at. Um, So that drove me crazy. And it also drove me crazy because I knew that if the student did not plan for a minute, that they would not be able to give a good part two answer, Okay, like never, even a native speaker, guys, like when I when I when I coach natives before they take their IELTS exam, I tell them to take the minute to take notes, guys, you have to. And why not? I mean, it only helps. It's not going to hurt you to think about what you want to say. Right. So in that minute, what should we be doing, Aubrey, in speaking part two? So first of all, you guys need to check out a video that Jessica did. We, it's called IELTS Speaking Tips, Mad About Part 2 Notes. <laughs> there are gems there. So be sure to check that out on our YouTube video channel. And then also, you need to be coming up with a story for Speaking Part 2. So that's the first thing. Think of what is a story that I can tell for this answer? And you are wanting to take notes of linking words and transition phrases that you can use to sort of move that story along. Get those fresh on your mind so you remember to use them, right? Yeah, for sure. So guys, when you're taking notes for speaking part two, do not write incomplete sentences. All right. I've seen students do that a couple times. Useless, terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just notes, right? Do not write anything in your first language. That is also something I've seen students do on the exam. And then when they start talking, it's like they're still translating in their head from what they wrote to what they want to say. So never put notes in your first language. All right. Um, Okay. And what the way I want you guys to think think about this 
opportunity, this one minute opportunity, is use it as we call it like a stream of consciousness, right? Like when you just, you literally do not stop writing for the whole minute, right? Anything that comes to mind, be it a transition phrase, be it a awesome idiom, everything that comes to mind, guys, you need to write it down. Because you know what, guys? When you are talking for two minutes, you don't have to stare at the examiner the whole time. That's also weird. You can glance down at your notes while you talk. Um, in fact, if you are on the shy side of things, you can look at your notes the whole time, okay? We don't grade you on eye contact, all right? We grade you on your speaking, okay? The examiner's not gonna, like, ding you because you didn't, like, look at her. So, guys, all of this stuff, guys, this is all insider tips from me, a former examiner. This is what the expectations are, and that's what your score depends on. Um, I also like to use bullet points when I'm taking notes. That just helps me sort of organize my ideas. Um, practice your own system, guys. Bullet points work. For some people, sort of a mind map works where you put the topic in the middle and then you just put branches with your different ideas off of that. So definitely experiment with a couple different systems for taking notes. Find the one that works best with your brain and practice doing that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so are there any other moments on the IELTS exam, besides speaking, that we would take notes, Aubrey? Well, it's interesting because we've had um, students ask in the past, should I be taking notes during the listening exam? And that's yeah. a hard no. <laughs> you should not. And Eva's with the computer exam, they're going to provide you with a pencil and paper, which is can throw you off. You might think, oh, I should be taking notes then. Don't do it. You don't have time to do it. And you will miss parts of the audio if you're busy writing. Yes. Oh, that drives me bonkers. Um, yeah, guys. I mean, I was I was an examiner for the whole time, but I did invigilate sometimes when the test center needed me to, and I would I would watch how students were doing right on the listening and reading test. Um, and listening. Yeah, if I saw students taking notes in the margin. I knew that they were missing answers. Like, I could see it in real time, guys. There is no reason to take notes while you're listening. This skill of taking notes while you're listening, it's great. You're going to need it when you go to university or, like, you know, you attend a TED Talk or whatever. Like, yeah, like, that's that's a skill you might need, but not for IELTS. Um, it is useful, I think, while you are practicing to improve your listening comprehension. I do, I do think that practicing taking notes while you listen is good to help you stay focused, right? And to help just hone your brain, right? Like focus your brain on what you're listening to. So it's okay to do while you practice, just never do it on the exam. Um, what about reading? Is there like why would anybody take notes on the reading exam? Yeah, same thing. It's just not wise because it takes too much time. You don't have that kind of time. If you're using a pencil, it should be to underline keywords. Don't write any words on the reading exam. Yeah. 
Exactly. Guys, like, no, guy, oh, just no reason to do that. Um, I do think that is much more rare than students taking notes on listening, but I'm sure it does happen. Like, students underlining and maybe taking little notes in the margin of the Maybe writing, like, a parallel expression that they want to be listening for, maybe. But, yeah, you just don't have time. Okay. Now, as far as writing goes – I mean, okay, I guess we could call brainstorming notes, right? Like yeah, that, that works. Yeah. Um, so yeah, of course, guys, you <laughs> you have to take notes. Um, that just reminds me, just real fast, I watched this old 80s movie last night called Heathers. <laughs> I've heard of that, but I've never seen it. Oh my it. god. It's <laughs> it's bonkers. It is bananas, you guys. I think it's from like 1988 or 1989. And I haven't watched it since I was in high school, but they they talk like that, like the yeah, like that sort of talking. <laughs> anyway, so back to writing. Um, yeah, you have to plan. I mean, this is the first step in our three crucial keys to writing that we give you in three keys IELTS, guys. You have to plan. If you don't plan, your task score and your cohesion coherence score for both essays will be a six or lower. I guarantee that. Um, okay. So is there any difference in how we take notes if we're taking the computer exam compared to the paper exam? Yeah, the computer exam, they will provide you with paper and pencil. Yeah. And um, you. we definitely suggest that you do your brainstorming by hand, paper and pencil. You have and to, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you don't have the option of typing at that point. So you definitely want to, to write it out. And then the only difference is that with the paper exam, you're writing on the exam that you already have. They don't have to give you separate paper and pencil. Other than that, it's the same, wouldn't you say? Exactly. It's exactly the same process, you guys. So the invigilator on the computer test will give you some scratch paper. That's where you brainstorm, right? Um, For task one, it's a bit different because in task one on the paper version, you can, you know, write all over that graph. You can underline keywords, you can circle numbers, um, which, you know, makes it a bit easier. But just do the same on the computer test, guys. You know, when you see that graph on the screen, just take notes, right? What are the important numbers? That's what I'm going to put in my essay. Um, writing task two is exactly the same, right? Just brainstorm for your body paragraphs on the paper. Um, so those are the only slight differences would be in academic writing task one. Otherwise, it's the same for brainstorming. Um, all right, Aubrey, any any last words of wisdom about note-taking for our students? Any ways they could practice note-taking? Yeah, I was thinking that too. I like the idea of practicing note-taking while you're listening before the exam, right? When you're listening to podcasts, definitely jot down interesting vocabulary, especially totally. if there's a vocabulary word that you've heard a few times, but you really don't know what it means. Jot it down, look it up, maybe add it to your vocabulary notebook. Definitely. And you know what? I think it strengthens the brain's ability to think in English when we practice this exercise as a regular mm-hmm. habit because you're, 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 the input you're getting is native English and then you are producing the native English in response to that and then putting it in context by looking it up and adding it to your vocab list. So I think this whole exercise just strengthens your ability to stop translating, right? To just exactly. be in English all the time. So, okay. Oh my gosh, what a what a gem of an episode today. So many great texts. <laughs> yes. Definitely come back um, to the blog, you guys, for all of these notes and links. I'll link to that video that Jessica did. And so it's episode 907. So definitely come and check it out. Yes, awesome. And guys, remember, get your free estimated IELTS band score right now. And free resources that I designed just for your level. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score.
Yeah. Hey, it's fun recording with you as always, Jessica. As always. (laughs) All right, Harvey. See you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Hay dos cosas que son absolutamente ciertas. Abuelita te ama y nunca diría que no a McDonald's. Date un gusto con un Grandma McFlurry en tu orden hoy. Es lo que abuela quisiera. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. En McDonald's Participantes por Tiempo Limitado.